0: All right, Tim. The question for today's episode is: Is my insecurity prideful?
1: Definitely, man. It's prideful.
0: <laughs> Definitely, no qualifications given. Just so we're clear, we're not talking about my insecurity. I'm not insecure <laughs> at all.
1: Keep showing yourself that. <laughs> I, well, I, was, I was, I was, I was actually answering for you.
0: You were answering for. <laughs> this is actually just an episode applied to me. No, I thought um, you were
1: asking, like, are you prideful?
0: am i prideful <laughs> well i'm definitely i'm definitely i have my moments where i certainly am but um i don't know that it's necessarily always coming from an insecurity um but okay so the conversation for today is about insecurity i think probably most people when they think of you know an insecure person they're probably thinking of the opposite of prideful yep yeah right so why, are, so why are you saying, uh, yes, it is it is prideful? <laughs>
1: um, yeah, most, people, yeah, most people, just to say a word about that, yeah, most, most people, and then I'll go there, but yeah, I, I, th- I think just to say a word about that, most people do view insecurity through like, as a, basically a victim category. So yeah. people view, like, the person who's insecure, like, part of what's happening is anything that feels like a negative, unpleasant experience that a person might be going through, we've adopted, like, we've adopted a certain set of rules that basically you're not allowed to shame the victim. You're not allowed to blame the victim. You have to like coddle the victim, essentially affirm yeah. the victim, validate the victim. You have to do all these things. And so insecurity is one of those things where like all the mama bear in, uh, instincts come out. Uh, and, and a lot of this is just like when you live in a society that's very feminized, then you have someone who is insecure and, Women often, like, insecurity is often a a problem that women struggle with. uh, Oh, yeah. Big time. To a big degree. And so then, like, the lady kind of mama bear impulses work up within people to where you you see this person and you understand, right? And then you have to show almost unmeasured um, or unmitigated compassion towards that kind of individual. And and so all the victim roles apply where you just, you can't shame them, you can't blame them, you can't... um, you you have to affirm them. You have to validate them, and that's that's all that 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 those things are all rising to the surface. But then part of the problem is if you actually look at like the issue objectively, like insecurity, really, I mean, insecurity, low self esteem, um, all of these things are just forms of pride. And and you know, as you you're asking me, well, why is that? Because that doesn't seem very intuitive, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when so when you think about that, I mean, like a person, like when you think about a person who's like has low self esteem or insecure in that way. What you imagine you're rightfully imagining like a person who has a very low view of themselves, which seems yeah. the opposite of pride, right? So mm-hmm. like pride is like the person who has like a very high view of themselves And like that's generally how you're you're trained to think about it. Like pride is like the person who has a very high view of themselves. Where but then the problem is like low like having like a unreasonably low view of yourself is is also a form of pride basically so you know one of the ways to think about this is philippians 3 4 talks about um this category of putting confidence in the flesh and Mm -hmm. so you know paul um paul says though i myself have reason for confidence in the flesh also if anyone thinks he has confidence in the flesh i have more but like this is a this is a category which is like a bad thing right so like you shouldn't Ultimately, ground your confidence in yourself. You should ground your confidence in the Lord. And so, with like the with the prideful person, like as we typically understand it, like we we'll, we'll just talk about like the arrogant person. With the arrogant person, he has an overestimated view of himself, right? Mm-hmm. But then his confidence is grounded in who he is, and that's why it's prideful, right? So he thinks very high, he thinks high, more highly of himself than he ought to, and he does so in a in a really unrealistic way. But it's still like what's happening is it. Like his ground of confidence is within him, but then the same kind of thing is happening with the insecure person. Their ground, their ultimate ground of confidence is in themselves, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's a sense in which, like the person with low self-esteem, they're, um, they're almost like they're seeing the world more accurately than the boastful person is. If that makes okay. sense, <laughs> like in a certain okay. sense, like meaning, like if you if you try to ground your ultimate confidence in yourself. Like the sober, the sane, the rational thing is to have none. Does that make sense?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because, like, you're like, like when you think about it, like there's always someone who's like more intelligent than you. There's always someone who's wiser than you. There's always someone who's stronger than you. There's always someone who's better looking than you, right? Like, they, like if there's always a bigger fish, right? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean, technically, there is the most beautiful person in the world, and there is technically the most intelligent person in the world. But even then, though, like when you take when you take that person, that one person that exists, right, the biggest fish there is in all of those categories. Like the issue is, they're not the biggest fish in every area of life, right? Mm-hmm. and then they're like compared to God they're nothing and then when you think about like whatever they they're trying to boast in themselves like all you're doing is like you're just one you know Death row inmate boasting that you're a little stronger than the other guy, right? Uh, but right. the problem is that, like, it's the point that a man wants to die. And after that, the judgment. And compared to God, you're nothing and he can snuff you out whenever he wants to snuff you out, right? And if you think that, like, you, like, he's going to be impressed by any of these, like, things that you do that you think you're so good at, like, they're worthless rags. They're trash before the Lord. Like, so they don't give you any ground of boasting, any ground of merit before the Lord. And so, like, the person who is, like, insecure. The problem is, like, they're doing the same thing. It's just that they're seeing the world more realistically in a certain sense. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but uh, <laughs> Major Pain from the 90s.
1: I've I've heard of it. I don't know if I've watched it.
0: it. It's basically, you know, you've got this military guy who's seen all this action, and he's just kind of like a real crazy dude. And he, he takes this um, class of I, essentially ROTC students. And, you know, they have this whole journey throughout the movie where they go from just ragtag group of undisciplined kids to extremely disciplined and very good at what they're doing, working together as a team and whatnot. And, you know, at the very end of the movie, they've they've come all this way. They've accomplished all this stuff together. And at the very end of the movie, the drill instructor, Major Payne, he, you know, he tells everyone, congratulations, you've been promoted from pieces of crap to maggots <laughs> you know and it's like it's essentially what you're essentially what you're saying is the the pride the prideful person you know they don't even realize that they're the they're, the, they're maggot. the piece of the they're the piece of crap getting promoted to maggot you know they think they're like king of the world and the insecure person realizes hey yeah i i realize i'm the maggot you know and and i feel like i'm the maggot right
1: right right so so i think i think there's a either way both of those are um The problem is that So the insecure person is still putting confidence in his flesh, right? And he's realizing he doesn't have the appropriate grounds for confidence. But he's what he's not doing is he's not grounding his confidence in the Lord. And that's why it's prideful, if that makes sense. So he's not grounding it where it needs to be. It needs to be grounded like your confidence needs to be. My boast is in the Lord, right? Like if you're gonna boast, you need to boast in the Lord. So the insecure person, he's not boasting in the Lord. The pride, you know, the arrogant, prideful person, right, he's not boasting in the Lord. You know, so both of those are just forms of self focus, like self-idolatry. And like the, you know, the quote unquote insecure person, he's just far more realistic about it. Now, now that's not to say that, um, that's not to say that, you know, the, un, you know, the, the um, like there's a sense in which he's being unrealistic about it. And then there's a sense in which he's being realistic, more realistic about it. Meaning, you know, like I can never do anything right. You know, I'm just so worthless. I'm just so stupid. You know, I'm just so, I mean, it, 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 you know, a lot of times insecure people, they may not be like nearly as, stupid like objectively speaking is what they're making it out right Mm -hmm. Uh, but then compared to god i mean obviously they're they're worse than what they think right
0: they're worse than stupid (laughs) they're worse (laughs) we're all worse we're all worse than
1: stupid (laughs) compared to god right so so but then the so what's happening though is a lot of people they'll look at people with like quote-unquote low self-esteem and they think that the christian's job is just to kind of come along and build their self-esteem right but then Mm -hmm. when you're doing that all you're doing is fueling pride in them like what you don't want to do is take someone who has like no grounds for confidence in their flesh right and then try mm-hmm. to help them to put confidence in their flesh like that, that's not the solution the solution is not just to like look in the mirror and say hey you're wonderful and you're special and you're amazing and god thinks that you're smart you know it's like, <laughs> like maybe not maybe you're not smart you know <laughs> like maybe like maybe God you're, thinks you're so pretty. God thinks you're so pretty, right? <laughs> so look in the mirror and tell yourself, you're just so wonderful and pretty. And, you know, and that's what people do. They come along and they they try to feed these people with vanity. And what's happening is it's just like, hey, yeah, I'm not as good looking as that person on the movie, right? And I'm never going to be, you know, and, yeah. and a lot of cases like that, it's just like, hey, um, you know, like, They really have low self-esteem, and they have they have reason. Like if they're just comparing themselves with other human beings, I mean, like so, like there's a certain sense in which you're just not going to fix it by saying, "Hey, you're really attractive." You know, it's like, well, why didn't anyone ask me to the prom or whatever, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Like, like they weren't beating down the doors to ask me. So, you know, maybe I'm not what I think I what what you're. Maybe I'm, I've gotten the situation right. You know, I mean, sometimes it's like. You know, once a person takes on that eeyore kind of, you know, woe is me posture in life, then it kind of becomes a self fulfilling prophecy for him. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like once you once you go to I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb, and no one likes me, and you know everyone thinks I'm dumb, you know, then it's just like no one wants to be around that, right? <laughs> Right. Yeah. No, like you kind of avoid those pe- kind of people to like play, but like the fundamental issue though, here, like here's the issue. It's a prideful posture anyways. So what you want, what you want to do is you, you're not trying to build people's self-esteem. What you're trying to do is help them to see themselves realistically, right? So that means see yourself realistically as you relate to other people and learn to accept like God made you a certain way, accept how he's made you to be honor him with whatever he's given you. So some people he's given 10 talents. He may have given you, you know, two and a half. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you laugh because we're not allowed to admit it. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's yeah. the whole point. Like you're not allowed to admit that he gave that one guy over there, just one talent, you know?
0: Why. Like, Hey man, you just got 2 and that's okay. I mean, it's okay to just have 2 talents.
1: Right, yeah, but see, see so so <laughs> what we're trained like we're we're mercilessly trained to tell them no you got 10. And it's like they're looking at it and they're like, I got two, man, you know, maybe maybe one and a half, you know.
0: <laughs> maybe one and a half inflation, you know.
1: <laughs> I got one one and a quarter, you know, like if you're telling me I got 10, it's like I don't have 10. I got one, you know. And it's like, all right, fine, you got one. Do the best you can with that one, right? So like the issue is not how many you got. You, honor, you have to be content, right? So a lot of this is just like pride and covetousness. It's like I need to have 10 in order to be okay. It's like you don't have 10. You got two, right? Deal with it. You got yeah. two. So what? You got two. Do what you can with the two, right? Like whatever category you're talking about, do what you can with the two. Like just honor the Lord with the two. He's not expecting you to have 10 if he only gave you two. So do two, right? You right. do two well. So part of it is that to, to where like like they're they're just filled with covetousness. They're filled with envy and they're just rightfully – they see themselves more rightfully, right? And they're filled with covetousness and envy and it's just like, hey, you got to get over yourself, man. And do what you can with what you have, right? So part yeah. of it's that, and then you know, part of the part of it, the other hand is, it's like, well, yeah, you don't exaggerate it. I mean, if you if you're given a three, you know, don't say you got like one, right? Maybe you got, you know. So part of it is trying to learn to see yourself a little bit more realistic, too. You know, related to those things. But ultimately, the issue is, like, no, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like we're compared to God, we're nothing, you know. Who cares? Quit, making, quit comparing yourself with other people so much. You know, quit, you know, all this negative, I can never do anything right, whatever. God, if if the creative universe has come to forgive you a debt you can never pay, to come to live inside of you... To fundamentally change you, put your, put your confidence in him, you know, like ground your confidence in him. And, and so what most people are doing is they're trying to fix this problem of insecurity by filling people full of vanity when the, what they really should be doing is trying to help them to learn to place their confidence in the Lord and not himself.
0: Right. And you, and you see that a lot with Paul too, you know, Paul, it seems like Paul is a really good example of this where you know, he's the person who calls himself the chief of all sinners, right? right? He's the least of the apostles. Uh, and so he, so he has a very, you know, low view of himself in a certain sense. But he also recognizes, I mean, in, in the verse that you bring up, he's essentially saying, hey, look, like as far as far as worldly accomplishments go that men can accomplish, especially in the society we live in, I'm essentially as good as it gets. You know, like I've I got everything right um according to, you know, Jewish customs. But then none of that's worth boasting in. Instead, we boast in the Lord, right? And so and and you see that a lot. I mean, Paul is is not necessarily like a timid guy. I mean, he's a very bold guy and he's constantly asking the churches that he writes to to continue to pray for his boldness, you know. And and he he even appeals to, you know, go speak before Caesar, right, to appeal uh, his case where he's he's been in prison. And so he's not necessarily like this guy who thinks, oh, I can never do anything right, you know, always constantly beating himself up. But he, he is realistic. You know, he, he understands that he's an incredibly sinful person who murdered people uh, while at the same time, you know, having confidence that God has delivered him and forgiven him for all those things, right? That's right, yeah. So, so.
1: yeah. So when, you, when, you, when you're thinking about these things, I mean, you know, whether whether um, whether you're Paul, you know, having a realistic expectation of who you actually are, like in that way, like seeing yourself, hey, I'm the chief of that That's what the Christian should be having that kind of posture. They should be having this kind of posture to say, hey, I'm not trying to boast in myself. I'm trying to boast in the Lord. I see myself accurately. I see, like compared to God, I'm, you know, chief of sinners my righteousness is filthy rags and so for the Christian I mean, that shouldn't be like turning you into depression and you know um, paralyzing you know shame and everything else you have an answer to that what Jesus did on the cross so take the answer right you know take that answer you know boast in what Jesus has done for you you know you're not just um, like living in the shame and you know everything else because you're not going to be enough the issue is yeah you're not enough Jesus is so trust in him
0: right Okay, fair enough. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move.